Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Rachel Goes Rogue. Hey guys, it's Rachel Savannah Levis. We are back with another episode of Rachel Goes Rogue. Today, I'm super excited because I think we all just watched the Vanderpump Rules premiere and we have a lot to say about it. So I would love to get into it. I'm here with my iHeart team and they'll be helping me really start this dialogue now that I'm a step outside of this chaos. Literally chaos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Rachel, last night we obviously watched the premiere episode and there was one really big, important thing missing. And I think we all know what that is. And that was you. So just like walk me through it. The intro song raise your glass starts playing and you're watching it and just about to get into it. What does that song mean to you? Like, how are you feeling as you're hearing those intro credits and like seeing the montage of the cast and all that kind of stuff? Like what's going through your head? How are you feeling? Tell me all of it. The intro credits are probably like one of the most exciting things. Um, I don't know as a viewer who knows, but as a cast member, it's, it's an honor to have an opening credit, an opening title as the season is premiering. Um, and so I thought that they looked really good. Like they were on point and it's like, okay, I am watching this show and I'm, I'm really having to accept the fact that I'm not on it this season. Mm -hmm. And that was a decision that I really had a lot of weight in making like I didn't take that yeah. lightly um and so it's almost like a part of me grieving what could have been in a different parallel timeline um but I I do think that I made the right decision by not going back and we can keep talking about that yeah. as 
as we go on. I think it's interesting that you're saying that there was like a little bit of a grieving in it. At any point of watching, like right when that song started playing, was there any part of you that kind of felt a little FOMO or like sadness? A little FOMO, a little bit. Yeah, we can own that. Um, but I don't know, as it went on, <laughs> I just kept <laughs> thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I'm not part of this. You say you're not part of it, but like, ironically, you are I am. the I one still am. biggest story. <laughs> in this premiere episode, which is kind of crazy, but I do think that's like really important to set up because the timeline of this is all very interesting. So in, in the first episode, we established that it's been three months since the scandal reunion, all that kind of went down. So where we have this timeline of it's been three months, James and Allie are in are in their house together. And if it's okay with you, I do want to ask you about that. Like you're seeing your fiance on TV or ex fiance, sorry, on TV with his new girlfriend. Like, did that hit anything in your heart? Like, how did that feel seeing him in quote unquote, a healthy relationship? Like, how did you feel seeing that? Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but I, I don't think that that's a, a healthy relationship. Like, I don't think any relationship with James is healthy, especially knowing that we broke up and he got with somebody else so quickly after. Yeah, There's no time to really reflect on yourself in, the, in a span of three weeks or four weeks, however long it was. The same problems, just a different person. And I'm feeling, I don't know why I'm feeling a little bit like anxious, nervous talking about it because... I, I don't know. There's a lot of emotions there. Like that was, that was my fiance. That was somebody that I thought I was going to spend my life with. Um, and we were looking at houses that had a pool and, you know, we were ready to take that next step. And here he is in this new house with a pool and a backyard. And like, it's really nice, but, um, I don't know. I just thought it was funny that an airplane, like they're, they're in a flyover zone. So. <laughs> really close uh, to the Burbank airport. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's interesting that you say that, that you guys were looking at houses with pools. So do you think he's kind of like plugging and playing a little bit in the sense of he's like, okay, I'm obviously not with Raquel anymore, but He's using the same dream and just inserting Allie into this. Yeah. I know this guy. Like, I know him well. And it just, it does seem like. I can kind of finish your sentence here because I do feel like it's a tale as old as time. Like, we're seeing the same thing play out. Like, he's sober again, right? Like, California's sober again. So, like, he is having a repeat storyline in the sense that he's deciding not to drink again. How yes. does that, how do you feel seeing that with Allie? Like I said, it's, it's, um, you know, a new girl with the same problems. Like he was sober for a good amount of time. I think it was about two years. And when we broke up, he was sober. And so I realized that his issues weren't stemmed from drinking. It was something deeper that was unresolved. And so you know, it's just going to be a repeat 
uh, of patterns. Like I, I can see it from a mile away. And of course, Allie doesn't want him drinking. Like he's not a stable person when he drinks alcohol. I think cutting out alcohol is a great first step, but being sober and like feeling all of your emotions without the influence of any drugs is so important when you're in a recovery phase in your life. Um, and then also going that next step and really focusing on like healing that inner child wound and that childhood trauma. And I know they've said that he's gone to therapy. Um, you know, I won't be surprised if a therapy session is one of the things that they show on the show. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it's a lot for show, but you know, I, that's just me looking in and giving my opinion on it. So, yeah. yeah. So looking in on it from a third party perspective, but also knowing a lot about the situation do you at all see James and Allie making it? Like, is that, do you feel like that can be a future for them? Or do you think a few years from now we're having a very different conversation? Um, we'll see. Yeah, I think Allie is a very patient person. She reminds me a lot of me. When, mm -hmm. And I think there's a motive in her to help. And I think time will tell. You know, he is older now. He has more life experience. Um, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of growth there. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. My advice to Allie <laughs> would be, don't fall in love with the potential of somebody because you're going to be let down and you could just focus on yourself and really develop yourself so that one day you can find someone who is on that same level and has done the same amount of healing. Yeah. So there's a healthy relationship. I love that you're there right now that you've learned that, you know, like that's a very mature thing to and self-aware thing to really understand and and come out of such a, a at the time a toxic relationship and and getting that understanding yeah yeah i've <laughs> done a lot of therapy uh yeah. like intense intense therapy and i've done a lot of reflecting on my patterns and my relationships and looking at the things with james and then looking at that relationship with Tom and seeing what was overlapping. And for me, this affair, it was kind of manifesting in a different way. Like I, I didn't see the similarities when I was in it, but as I've been able to take a step back and look more clearly at it, I, I can see it for what it is like it was yeah. that potential like I was in love with the potential of us having a real relationship out in the open and not in secrecy um and and I I didn't even see that as a pattern until I was able to remove myself from the situation totally so let's go back to the timeline of three months um I'm gonna probably bring that up a few times throughout here because I just want to know what like the process is so three months has passed by Tom and Ariana are still living under the same roof which by the way I cannot 
get more flabbergasted at, at the condition of each of their rooms. I need them each to clean up their rooms, please. Put your clothes away, clean up your room, tidy up. I really need you to do that, especially when you know that cameras are coming in. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, right? So, okay, so aside from that, Ariana makes a comment that uh, she knows you guys are still together because you're sending packages um, back and forth to each other and she's seen them come in the mail and all that kind of stuff. This is kind of the first time that we get a mention of you, you know, like mm -hmm. that, that you're very much a part of the storyline on this new season and that you're still sending stuff to Tom and the lightning bolts and all that kind of stuff. So how was it seeing that and Ariana mentioned that? It was, um, you know, it was hard to see because I, I'm in a different place than I was back then. And I, it's, it's a weird time warp when you're watching a show like this and living one reality in that moment. And then months later, when the episodes are airing, you're living in another reality, but you're also reliving those moments that, that they captured on camera. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a nod to my younger self who was still in love and infatuated. And I feel like with my apology that I made to at the reunion, I had all the right intentions and I was extremely sorry, but there's another part of an apology, which is your actions afterwards. They have to align with what you're saying. And by sending him letters and being in contact for a good amount of time, I still, you know, like want to take this time now to apologize again, because I am in a different place than I was back then. And I, I can see things a lot clearer now. And also you saw the part where they did the flashbacks mm -hmm. and I got emotional watching that, you know, like I recognize that my behavior was so hurtful to her. I feel like there's like not that you had an aha moment, but in a weird way, you kind of did. You were able to see the situation from like a third party lens and it kind of, I don't want to yeah. say trigger is the right word, but it's, it, it is something that like triggered something, a reaction in you. And I can tell yeah. right now that that's, you know, seeing those scenes and seeing, okay, during this time I did hurt somebody really, really bad. And I'm still mm -hmm. kind of putting salt on the wound a little bit. Yeah. And it's, it's that part of me really wanting to take accountability because that is a part of true healing and growth mm -hmm. and how we can resolve these painful memories that we're having to address head on with this show. Um, and I just hope that the listeners listening and um, the people that were involved know that I have done so much work on myself and I've really taken that time to have that introspection to understand why I did the things that I did. I think that's like a really grown up way to, to look at it. This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I don't mean to take a tangent off from the premiere, but it did make me think about something that like obviously came out and is all over the news right now and the Nick Vile podcast with Tom (laughs) let's talk about it because it's just I mean and 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 thank you I mean just from like a fan of Vanderpump Rules like I really appreciate the fact that you're like taking a second to like take accountability for your actions and also you know take a second to just re-apologize from like I think also an authentic standpoint like I think when you guys were doing the reunion it was too fresh for you to even make that kind of statement it was so fresh and I I really wanted to allow everyone to get their thoughts across and like it was such a new fresh wound um and I knew that people wouldn't really be able to hear what I had to say anyway, because all you see is red in a situation like that. And now that some time has passed and um, we have been able to process through everything. At the time, you weren't even able to process it. Like you were sorry, but you also weren't able to understand why you were sorry. Because I think at at that time, you were also like, I'm in love with this guy. 
Yes. I'm sorry, but I'm also in love with this guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, exactly. like, so not to make it right or whatever, but it's just giving, you know, a reason behind it. I just do want to give you credit where it's due in the sense that you were taking the second, because I feel like now you're in a very different point in your life where you're able to reflect in a way that you've done the work, you're able to reflect and you're able to actually understand the situation and process it. But mm-hmm. someone who hasn't done that is Mr. Sandoval. And it's, it's very obvious. Oh my gosh. It, it was very, uh, just watching that vile files interview. It was just, Oh my Lord. I don't, I don't even know what to even say about it other than he still can't take accountability for his actions. He did mention you in a weird way. He was kind of like blaming it on you and also blaming it on Ariana. And he's like, well, sorry, Rachel was like thinking I'm the hottest person in the entire world. And also sorry that Ariana hasn't paid attention to me in, in 10 years. It's yeah. like, no, dude, it's on you. But yes. th- those are just like my viewpoint of it. But how did you feel? Ew, the, the interview I and stuff? hated, I hated what he said. Um, he said someone like Raquel, some 20 something year old doing that whipped cream bikini thing, like varsity blues. And I was like, okay, what is this reference? And I (laughs) I YouTubed it and I was like, my gosh, like what? Um, And we've already talked about it on my podcast, like how this came to be our first moments that really shifted the dynamic Mm -hmm. into something more um, of a a love connection. Um, if you could even call it a love connection, but the way that he was describing it really made it sound like I was the temptress and that it was this like seduction that he fell into. I can take ownership of my part in that because yeah, it, it was a choice that we made every day and it was a really bad decision. Um, but I just felt like he was putting a lot on me saying it was my fault for seducing him, which I don't think is right. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I think he also put a lot of blame on Ariana saying mm-hmm. that she belittled him and basically caused him not to have any self-worth. And it's just like, come on, can you just please say that you're sorry and that you that you're at fault, you know, like just Mm -hmm. take a little bit of accountability and stop blaming Mm -hmm. it on other people that are, you know, around you. (laughs) Yeah. And if he got good therapy and some introspection, he would come to the conclusion that your self-worth isn't based on your significant other. You can't get your self-worth from somebody else. It has to come from within you. Totally. Totally. So I had to just go off on that tangent yeah. for a second, but <laughs> I do want to bring it back to the premiere. And we do have this scene where James says that his feelings are hurt. And Allie asked James if he could ever be friends with Tom Sandoval again. And so I want to ask you, could you ever be friends with James again? Oh, no. No, not at <laughs> no, all. No, no, no. What about no. Sandoval? Could you ever be friends with Sandoval again? No, I can't. No. Those two are iced out. No. Yeah. No, no. There's, <laughs> You're like, there's never reason, on the 11th of ever. <laughs> there's a reason why I have a no contact policy with yeah. James. And there's a reason why I didn't want him to have Graham. And, um, you know, thank goodness that Graham is 
doing well and, you know, debatably thriving, but, um, no, like I don't need James in my life. That would be, um, just not good for my well-being. And then with Tom, oh man, like, oh, it's so clear to me now, but back then, like when I was still in communication with him, but trying to distance myself and not, not call him from the meadows. And this is a landline conversation, by the way, like we have uh, scheduled phone times in this um, inpatient trauma therapy center. Then if I didn't reach out to him one day or two days, he would be upset by it and um, really kind of take out his frustration on me. So it made me feel like I had a responsibility to maintain that his emotional needs. Um, and oh man, like the amount of times that Tom called me selfish while I was in the meadows and that I'm running away from my problems. Um, and I'm dependent on this place. That's basically an assisted living facility. Um, you know, like really guilt tripping me and saying that I left him to deal with all the the fodder and I'm just running away. You know, that just reveals the type of person that he is and knowing how important mental health has become in my life and how much of a priority that is to me. There's no question that Tom and I will never, ever be friends again. Okay, that's... That is if very that fair, sense. but it was a question I had to ask. Yeah. I do think it's interesting though, like the amount of times that the cast has mentioned processing their own trauma, like in reference to Lala saying that she had a lot of trauma to process with her past relationship with Randall. Um, Lala commenting on Ariana getting into a new relationship so quickly and not having enough time to process that trauma with Tom Sandoval, there also was mention of Tom Schwartz's emotional trauma that he experienced with Tom Sandoval over the years and how that's impacted him. Yet, if I go away to process my emotional trauma, I'm running away from my problems. I don't know. It, it doesn't add up it to me. Add up. Yeah. And speaking of not adding up on the premiere episode we see Lala have a, compl- a complete shift of heart I guess in the sense that she decided to send you this voice memo on Instagram and was basically kind of the only one on the episode that I wouldn't even call it having your back but opening up that that bridge to speak to you and in a weird way being like empathetic towards you she didn't want you to wear the mistress badge of honor the rest of your life. And, you know, she was kind of like being really empathetic towards you. Personally, for me, as a fan watching it, I was just kind of like, this is a little bit of a storyline, but I did want to hear your perspective of it. I also want to know, you know, being on the receiving end of that message, she did say that you listened to it. When you listen to that, 
how did it feel and and were you receptive towards it did you respond when i was at the meadows i didn't have access to my phone and at that point when she sent me the voice memo i was in that treatment facility and my publicist has access to my instagram account so she got the notification that lala reached out to me via instagram and she listened to it and so, so it was even you it wasn't me. No, oh not at gosh. that time. Um, but yeah, I did listen to it when I got out of the meadows. Um, and I immediately, I just felt like I didn't trust Lala and her intentions, but as I'm watching this season and this episode, <laughs> immediately I was like, Oh, she did it on camera. Okay. Uh, that makes a lot of sense because it, it's allowing for the dialogue to take place for me to come back into the group. Yeah. Um, it allows for that integration to happen. And at this point, Vanderpump Rules did want me back and they were trying to figure out ways that I could reintegrate with the group. And so I think first and foremost, it was a way for that to happen logistically. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I, I, I think Lala did have a lot of trauma with Randall in that unhealthy relationship. Um, and I don't doubt that she had those feelings of being isolated and feeling like she didn't have anyone. That's what she says um, prompted her to reach out to me, seeing me open up about that in the last five minutes of season 10. But I also can see it for what it is. I yeah. don't think she, well, just knowing that she didn't reach out to me on her own time and it not being related to the show and filming tells me everything that I need to know. And also seeing it from a different perspective, not being in that drama anymore. I can see how she's moving around this concept that I learned. It's called the Cartman Triangle. And basically there's three points. There's the victim, there's the rescuer, and there's the offender. And so I could see how she was moving across this triangle first as the victim um, relating to the situation that I was in, and then as the rescuer to reach out to me. Mm -hmm. And then also you'll see her at the end telling Ariana that she reached out to me and that's where she's being the offender. And this dynamic causes drama. So then just from a surface level perspective, so you did not know prior to watching this first episode that that was on camera. No, I didn't No. So then when you listened to it for the first time, what was your initial gut reaction? <laughs> my oh my God. You gave me the cringiest face. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, For everyone that can't well, see. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I feel bad saying it, but like, I just don't trust her. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm like, immediately I was like, no. And you don't no. have any reason to um, trust her. <laughs> right. Because there has been so many instances like she's, she's hated me since the moment she met me 
for no reason. And she has not held back her feelings about me throughout the seasons. I feel like frenemy is a good descriptor word of Lala because we do get to a point where we can see eye to eye, but it doesn't usually last long. And it seems like she was like the one person that we just could not come to solution for whatever reason. No, you couldn't. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I, when I got that voice memo, I think at, you know, like at first it's, it's nice to hear that somebody can empathize with you, especially on this cast, yeah. but, um, Ultimately, I was like, no, red flag, like this isn't, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. And okay, so I don't really actually know the answer to this, but what is your relationship with Lisa currently right now in your life? Like, do you have a relationship with Lisa or no? No, no. So then, because it's interesting, because you see this scene with Lala and Lisa Mm -hmm. And they're both extremely empathetic towards you. Lisa's mm -hmm. like, oh, you should reach out. Like, she probably would love, you know, whatever. And then you have Lala who's like, I just want to make sure she's okay and that, you know, she doesn't live with this forever. Mm -hmm. So seeing these two people who are not close to you whatsoever have this conversation about you, how does that make you feel? Um, you know, it makes me feel like they're really pushing for me to come back this season and they're mm -hmm. really trying to find a way for to make that happen. Um, and I, I feel like there's a little bit of truth behind it. There's that authentic part that I think Lala, like I said, could relate to. But I think, you know, seeing Lisa so empathetic to me, um, you know, and this is before all the Graham stuff. So sure, there was a piece of that that was authentic too. But um, just knowing that she's an executive producer on the show, it's very apparent that this conversation happened so that yeah. we could, you know. It's she's like, also driving a storyline. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like ah, being transported to a tropical island retreat. 
imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I do want to bring up something that Lala said. She keeps playing when you said in the reunion, if I don't follow what Tom has told me, I don't feel like I'll have anybody. Mm -hmm. And so listening to that back, like that was like a very vulnerable part of your life where you felt that you had to listen to this person because if you didn't, you wouldn't have anybody. So mm-hmm. like hearing Lala repeat the words that you said, does that bring back any emotion to you? Yeah, I, it was a very scary moment for me um, in that interview chair because by revealing the truth or at least starting to reveal the truth and not sticking to Tom's story mm-hmm. that he wanted, um, you know, I saw it as this ultimate betrayal to him and I think it's, you know, like it's sad to think like that was really my mindset. Yeah. But I felt I did feel so isolated. I had lost all of my friends. It felt like it felt like my whole world completely turned upside down. And I didn't know who to trust because the people that I was talking to every day. Um, I was just filling them in, like telling them all the information that I've been keeping for so long. And then it was like these articles kept coming out with the information that I was saying, and I wasn't keeping track of who I was saying what to. So it just was like, oh my God, like I can't trust anybody. I can't Mm -hmm. trust anyone. I can't talk to my friends because I don't know who's saying what. Um, and then, you know, like that really forced me to confide in Tom in that crisis moment. And it also, you know, like I wasn't processing what happened. It was just like on this survival mode. Um, and it really, truly felt like I, I was going to lose everything if I, betrayed Tom in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Lala said, like, yeah, you're willing to risk it all for this person. And like you, you yeah. Know? And oh, I did. Yeah. You did. It, 
I really risked it all. And it's in ways I really lost it all. You did, but you didn't. Sure, you lost Vanderpump Rules. Who's to say you actually even lost it? You know, like, sure. But you gained a whole different perspective on your life, which I think is kind of the gold in all of this, you know? I've come closer to who I am and knowing myself so much better now. Does it bother you at all that throughout this episode they're calling you Raquel? No, actually, (laughs) I didn't even really notice. Um, (laughs) So it's just a nickname that I've had since first grade. So I respond to both Rachel and Raquel. In fact, it's, it's a little bit weirder for me to hear people calling me Rachel that I've known for so long calling me Raquel. Um, so it, it does, it doesn't feel it doesn't bother off you. to me at all. Yeah. Okay. My last question is you had a very strong relationship with Sheena. You had a really strong relationship with Ariana, Tom, mm-hmm. just reflecting back on this first episode, like what is your rose and your thorn from it? Like, what is the one thing that like really hurts you? And what is the one thing that really makes you happy after watching that first episode? Oh, wow. Let's start with happy. Let's do good news. Okay. First. Yeah. When I watch it, I'm just happy that I'm not in it. <laughs> I'm so happy that I've been able to find more peace in my life. And my day to day is stable and as serene as it could be in this stage in my life, I believe, you know, like I, I don't have to worry about things that are coming up this season or, well, that's not true. I do worry about things that are going to come up this season, but I I'm just happy that I'm not in it. Like I used to be. And then the thorn, what's the The thorn? Um, you know, it is, it is, Hard seeing Sheena and Ariana, um, you know, two people that I did call friends. I think I have a lot more resentment towards Sheena. Um, so I think the thorn for me is just seeing Sheena's face. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm working through that. And I think with time and more therapy and just more... I don't know. You know, I don't want to always feel that way when I look at her, but I guess right now I, I just, it's not an enjoyable thing for me. Are you continuing to watch the season or are you going to take a step back? I think I'm going to continue watching. I don't know how you guys felt watching it, but I was on the edge of my seat, but I think that's just because like this has been a part of my life for so long. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, 
Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.